1: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI.
3: There are definitely signs that maybe his head is not in- Fully into it. And, and I try not to be the the body language police, but I was out at Bucks practice yesterday and he looked miserable. Um, I don't think he loves the humidity here in Tampa. It is yeah. very swampy out here every yeah. morning. His buddy Gronk has retired. Um, you know, that's his running mate. That's his guy. Now he looks all over the field. He's throwing a Kyle Rudolph. And, you know, Chris Godwin's banged up. We're not sure when he's going to be himself again. Uh, his set, Brady Center goes down. There's just a lot of things going on with the team. And we also know that playing for the Bucs was not his number one wish this year. If That's he had right. gotten his way, That's right. he'd be running the Dolphins. And the only reason he went back to the Bucks was because he really had no other options. And he said, well, I guess I'll go back to Tampa Bay. So
4: that is body language guru, Ben Bolin, also covers the Patriots for the Globe on the Colin Cowherd show uh, on FS1 this past week or week ago, whatever that was, two weeks ago. So... This Brady situation, uh, sorry, Ken and Curtis, Kyrie in for Ken. Hello. Uh, KNC still flies, so still exists today. Look at uh, that. Uh, so the, I don't know how much you uh, know about the morning show and me. I, I'm a pretty big Brady sycophant, so that's on the table. I love the guy. I think he got screwed by the organization. We don't have to relitigate any of that here. But th- this has been bizarre to say the least, in terms of the Todd Bowles sort of initially said, we'll see him when he gets back. We, you know, there's no official timetable. And then he quickly corrected course saying that he, we know when he'll be back. You guys will find out in so many words. So there has been the online sleuthing, which is how we deal with everything in 2022 that the masked singer dates of recording meet exactly where brady has been absent and so there's like this reddit form i don't know how to do it i'm an idiot when it comes to that i'm basically 100 years old so what are your thoughts on brady and is this some serious situation where he's done playing or in a month we're going to look back and laugh at all these theories
5: most likely the latter uh also i i feel like if he's I I get Tom Brady not taking part in everything in training camp. I mean, he's done it for, what, 22, 23 years now. Like, he knows what he's doing. But if he showed up on the mass Singer instead of being on the football field with his team, I don't think that would go
3: over well.
4: I mean, for a guy that is doing whatever he can to quaff an image to sell products specifically with his name on them, I I would be uh, shocked to say the least, I don't think there's a shot in hell that that's what he's doing. And if he is, I would rip him. I would that that is so laughable. Yeah, it's bad. Like I would, what what are you still doing, holding an organization captive if you're going to be doing a TV show? So I highly doubt that. And if he was doing that, and you have teammates like Devin White said that, you know, we all have personal situations. Yeah. I'm praying for him. If he if he convinced Devin White, uh, you know, one of the true leaders of that team, that he was doing that, and then he was on a TV show. I wouldn't. I don't wow. even think you could re-enter the locker room, even if you are Tom Brady in they that situation. Be, they
5: would be looking at him real weird, and I wouldn't blame him. I feel like, I mean, I, I kind of joked about it. You know what? There's probably a, you know, he retired, and they said, you know what? You got a family vacation planned, or, or whatever. We're gonna we're gonna take the kids out, go out of the country, or or go to Disneyland or something like Disney World, and uh, then he unretired, and Giselle, Giselle was like, "You ain't canceling that vacation. Like we're we're holding you to that." Uh, I I don't I don't know if it's all that, but I I really do think that with Brady, this none of the retirement stuff went the way that he expected or wanted it to. And I I don't know if he really wants to be back playing. I almost do feel like this idea of, you know what? I said I was going to play until 45. (laughs) Like, I got to go do that now. And I can't do it for Miami the way that I said I was going or the the way that we uh, people think that he wanted to do. So, you know what? I'm going to play out the string here. I'm going to play until I'm 45. And now that reality is catching up to him. Man, I got to go back through training camp again. And there's all this weirdness around this team and, and, and my role in it. It does. I, I can see why it wouldn't be enjoyable for him.
4: Yeah. And here's the thing, and it's we can talk about it in sports. In every walk of life, the entrance is far easier than the exit. You know, whether you're talking about politically in Afghanistan last summer, where you're talking about Iraq, all the wars are much easier to begin than they are to end. And when you talk about careers, it's almost always ugly. You know, I mean, go to Michael Jordan, his final shot with the Bulls, perfect. Wins his sixth. He's, you know, in Salt Lake City. He breaks the hearts of the of the of the jazz fans again. And walks into the sunset. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to come back and play for the Wizards. Whether- well,
5: well, apparently he he was going to uh, keep playing, but then he went and ripped up his hand uh, b- before that. And then there was the lockout season. And then he was like, okay, fine.
4: I'm, I'm done with this. Right. You know, the, the greats of the great don't know how to turn it off because yeah. it is who they are. There was a uh, 60 Minutes piece with Brady years and years ago. And I think they had won three at the time. And it was with Dion Branch and Tom Brady, and he's talking, and he and he says, "I don't know what I am going to do. I am worried. I this is my life. When I am here, it all makes sense. Outside of this, it's I don't have that same control. So it makes sense that it, you know he was the runner up for MVP last year. It's not like he's the bottom of a roster kind of guy.
5: No, no, he's still a top five quarterback in football when
4: he plays. Right, and so it, it's it would be so absurd. We hold athletes to this standard where it's like." Why does he keep doing it? Well, if you were to get to where I am now, and I'm by no means anywhere really, but to get to where I am now was years of overnights, years and years of being paid nothing, years and years of being screamed at and told what to do and to work shifts I didn't want to work. Now it's fun. job, I love my job today. I, if, I, if, if somebody came to me and was like, why are you still doing this in 20 years? Because I did all the work to get here. And now I'm enjoying it. Why should I stop what I'm doing? We would never tell an executive or uh, a teacher or someone who found a place in their field where they were thriving and it was beyond where others had finished their job and demand that they leave, too. If you're doing your job at a high level, who is it hurting?
5: I mean, the job, but it's also it's a relationship. Like, he has a relationship with football. Right. I mean, and, and in the same case, like, we're talking about things that are tough to leave and tough to end. It's like relationships can be that way. I mean, he's given so much uh, of his time and sacrificed a lot of of family time and, and other things for to, to play football and get his ass kicked every Sunday. But for the sake of, of glory, for winning, right, for those seven Super Bowls and those records and the accolades and and to prove everybody wrong who thought that he wasn't going to be anything in the NFL for 22 23 years he's been doing that 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 is his life. I mean yes, he has uh, you know a family and he has he has other things that he wants to pursue and things that he wants to do, but literally for for most of my life Tom Brady has been a football player. That that is what his life has been about. It has revolved around that. The schedules, the workouts, the meetings, the the practice, the extra reps, all of it for all of that time. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, uh, you're you're gonna stop doing this eventually, right? I mean, I, I, I don't think that this was how he wanted it to go in the first place. He wanted to choose his his be able to, to choose it in a different way, and it hasn't worked out the way that he wanted to. And now he's just like, you know what? I, I said I was gonna do this. And 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 as you know, somebody who's very stubborn like that. I can relate. If I say I'm going to do something, then damn it, I'm going to do it, even if I hate it.
4: Right. And then the other thing is, is that one point in there that you mentioned, I, I understand his family. Like, if he had told his wife or his mom or his brother or his sisters or his dad, whatever, that he's done and that they had made these plans and arrangements because they had been living their life around his schedule, now he was going to live his life for their schedule. All that. I totally get that element, that you're a father and you're a husband and... You have a different role outside of the football field, but that's not anything I know about. I mean, it's the the anger is really fundamentally based. People in the media are tired of covering Tom Brady. They're tired of the same old storyline, and they're just sort of fed up with having to cover this guy. They've had, I mean, how many different guys has have there been? Whether it was Roethlisberger or it was Eli or Peyton or Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes the guys that we had all heard were the ones that were going to take the baton from Tom that fumbled it or lost it or weren't able to supplant him over the or, years. Or,
5: or it's just, you know, like in Mahomes' case, right? It's it's too early. It's too young. And you know what? As you're talking about that, it makes me think it's it's the same thing that's going on with LeBron right. in, on, on the NBA side. He, he has not left the stage yet. He's still a very good basketball player, and he's probably going to become the all-time leading scorer in the NBA next year. And basically until until he decides to leave, he is going to be the face of the league. Right? And 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 people are tired of seeing his face on every ESPN segment. Right. Right? Every time you look up and Skip Bayless is saying something about LeBron, like, don't you have something better to do with your life? Right? But but the fact that Brady is who he is, right? That this larger than life figure in not just the NFL, but in American sports, in global sports, right. and LeBron James being what he is. He is beyond just the game of basketball.
4: Well, they're corporations. they're yeah. Both of them are, and LeBron is, you know, the thing. Listen, I, I have He been, creates
5: economies.
4: He, he does, and the, the outrage that people are like, well, he's going to want to play with his son. It's like, you wouldn't? If I would you, love
5: I would love to do that.
4: If you had the ability and the talent and then the, the stamina and the, the wherewithal to do that. Surprise Tom Brady hasn't been playing with his kids. Right. But the outrage. I work with people in the morning who were flipping out that his son was a ball boy. It's like, what? It's so bizarre. People in this, you're going to hear, just get ready. Buckle up. Danny despises Tom Brady in a right. way that like most Americans hate bin Laden. Uh, Danny, good morning.
6: He creates economies. I was talking really? about LeBron James well, specifically, a, not Tom Brady. I was talking about LeBron James. Oh, that, that. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, hey, well, why not throw Tom Brady in there? They're two of a kind. They're two of a kind. And, and Curtis, the one thing that keeps bringing me back to this subject when you when you bring up Brady is two things you say all the time that in in all the twenty years you realized it was Tommy Barsini, Brady all along that Belichick had nothing to do with it. You keep going back to that. Belichick was the pimp. Uh, Bazzini, I he was the Pataya pimp. And Brady was the Bazzini, uh He he did it all along. And that that could not be be further from the truth. This guy went out of his way to screw three teams,
4: Curtis. You still there? Uh, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what you're talking about, but carry on. He so screwed, Belichick's he a screwed
6: pimp. three teams. He screwed three teams. He screwed the Patriots. He's screwing Tampa Bay now. And he screwed Miami. And, he, and, he, and he'll do anything in his power. To get out of doing something, my parents always taught me never use a family emergency or your health as an excuse to get out of doing something you don't want to do. And this guy has got no clue. By the way, right? So, Danny, you, uh, so, 900- you have so, Danny, you have,
4: Danny, you have better work ethic than Tom Brady. Congratulations.
6: Well, I mean, listen, I had I was flawed. I mean, I, I corrected my mistakes, but they gave me good advice because you never know. Karma is a bitch; they it can it, come back to haunt. Yeah, you. and so Tom Brady screwed really the Patriots,
4: good. Danny. How did he do that? I would love for you to he describe did. that. He
6: screwed the Patriots? How? Because he was a mal, he became a malcontent after the uh, Philadelphia Super Bowl. He did. He shut up. Yeah, it and then, then he won a
4: Super Bowl. Now, what right? are you talking about? Then they won the they Super, won Bowl. Won the Super they Bowl, Bowl. the Super, Super
6: Bowl the next year. Yeah, the. De- yeah, the defense won it, and uh, Danny. Rams, how did they? Was Danny, was still, still the, the quarterback and of that Danny, team.
4: Danny, how did they get to the Super yeah, okay, Bowl? Can so you refresh my memory?
6: Okay, Kyrie. So he gets oh, okay, Tyrese, so, yes, none of the blame and all of the credit. Is that what you're telling me? What, what, what's there what to blame him for? Well, no. You you can have constructive criticism. And no, I said question. You guy. said none of the blame. You,
4: what do you blame Tom Brady for? When you when, answer the when question, you
6: tell me that it, you you tell. Well, I mean, he he wasn't part of the offense that year. He was he was a a passenger, as Wiggy would put it, uh, and And you never give Belichick credit.
4: Okay, give him his time. I I don't know the the pimps, the this, the that. The, the all, Dolph- all I heard there is that Bill Belichick's a pimp. I mean, good for him. I, I'm
5: I'm gonna ask where the pimp cane's at and, next and time I, I'm in a press in a press conference. <laughs> That's i I'm sure I'll love that. I, one. I I want I want him to show up in the furs and everything. Let's a, go.
4: And, and I love this thing that like he screwed the Dolphins. Like the Dolphins weren't the one pursuing Tom. Like, he
5: what? just what he just like showed up to a meeting <laughs> or whatever. Just, like he didn't do it. That that's that's their own fault. They were over the the, the fact that they were tamper. Yeah, it takes two to tamper. <laughs> uh, I mean, the dolphins. You know, it sounds like they probably initiated. If it was if if Tom you know did initiate it, then okay, whatever. But but okay, look, we don't we don't got to do this.
4: It's we, just unbelievable. That was the first time. Usually, Kyrie, I lose my mind and I start yelling at him. But allowing him to talk is the greatest deterrent for any point that he thinks he has. So. We will carry on. I want to go around the NFL. Ugly week as well with the uh, Deshaun Watson press conference after the ruling came down. We'll, uh, I have some questions. As a diehard NFL fan, there's likely nothing that would get me to stop watching, but I don't know. This week was pretty bad. We'll get to that coming up next. But first, here is Nick LaPan with What is Trending.
1: Right back to it, Ken and Curtis on WEEI.
4: What are you apologizing for? For everyone that was affected about this situation. There was a lot of people that was triggered. But not the women that accused you of this? I've apologized to all women. So anybody that was affected, even yourself, every everything.
5: So I'm apologizing to everyone that was affected about this whole situation.
0: You're going to take a lot of heat for I stand on my innocence. I mean, I'm already seeing it uh, social media, so you know what, what is going to be your response to that when the world comes down on you for standing on your bases throughout
5: this process? Well, I have to do what, what's best for Deshaun Watson at the end of the day, oh, yeah. and I know what happened. Um, I was in those situations, but I have to continue to push forward and keep moving forward, and, so what and that's what.
4: That was Deshaun Watson. uh Thursday, I want to say. I believe so, th- yep. Uh, meeting the media after the settlement was reached between his camp and the NFL for an 11-game suspension, putting to bed the, or we thought, putting to bed the uh, long national nightmare of his punishment and how Roger Goodell would finally rule. Uh, you know, I, I, I've i done, I have officially this week, it's uh, late in the new year. We're not really in a new year. but We're probably closer to 2023 than the start of 2022, but... My, my resolution is to stop ripping Goodell because he's just an irrelevant man who has a big job. He's being paid a lot of money by rich by richer guys to cover for them and create this sort of Kevlar vest between the media and their own desks. So I'm done ripping Goodell. He is his own thing. He's not even worth our time. What I thought, Deshaun sounds awful. He, he looked awful, and he's getting a lot of what he deserves in this situation. But for my money, the Heslam's, D and whatever the other, his name is. Jimmy and D. They come across as such tone-deaf idiots. And not even idiots. I mean, I would say um, just... No, they're they're willfully don't care. Willfully could give two bleeps about anything. They gave this guy the largest guaranteed contract in the history of the sport in the middle of... Of the firestorm surrounding Deshaun Watson and his behavior with these 66 women, according to Jenny Varentis in the New York Times. And they just stand there sort of belligerently. And you could say, well, that's because he's a star quarterback. Well, of course. (laughs) Well, at least there was some uh, honesty there. But, you know, it's just... We, we've we talked to, from time to time, Kyrie, um, Wiggy and I specifically, on sort of what's the purpose of having these leagues investigate their own players. That I th- I think it's time for there to be a free market where we don't have some fake investigation because none of us believe that Goodell is doing anything above board or his owners are, are, are having Goodell do anything above board. This is just to prevent a competitor from signing a guy that – you would like on your team, but your media wouldn't tolerate it. So you don't want anybody to have X player who's committed X act away from the field. For me, you shouldn't have anybody in charge of suspending. If somebody behaves in a way that would bring um, poor coverage and would would, would sully the reputation of your organization, then you should trust that the other organizations aren't going to sign that guy. You shouldn't create some fake process if someone's not in jail if they're not arrested if they're they're free to work in the United States of America then they should have the opportunity to work but there should also be people who say oh thanks but no thanks does that make sense well i mean
5: yeah i think that this this is kind of the the crux of the conversation though is that in this particular market right here i don't know of, of i mean you know there, there probably would be there probably would be some teams that would pass on on Deshaun Watson if he were on if he were just on the market like we're not talking about trades right here right but in the Cleveland Browns case and I imagine probably a couple of other teams case they were like you know what this is a top five top ten quarterback in the league and he's still young and, and he's still got a lot of football ahead of him sure I'll I'll take that bet and and in particular I, I think there was something about got this article open right now that I, I was reading through it and really just skewering the Haslam's in particular for painting the women as basically being the ones at fault right. somehow in, in this arrangement. And and in particular, Dee Haslam saying, well, you know what? We can talk about, I think there's a huge opportunity to talk about major issues such as sex trafficking and, mis- and massage parlor use. So we can keep talking about Deshaun or we could talk about the major issues our country faces and oh, make a God. difference. And, it, and, and the fact that Deshaun Watson's talking about Oh, the uh, positions that uh, I, I put myself in and Jimmy Haslam saying something similar. No, you didn't put yourself in that position. You put other people in a bad position. With your actions. Right. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could say, like, I put myself in a a bad position, but that leaves the door open to be like, well, I put myself in a position where, like, there was something that, you know, I thought was cool, but it wasn't and, you know, and and stuff like that. And I felt taken advantage of maybe a little bit, like, and, and, and I'm standing on my innocence. No, you were the creep. Right. That was you. OK, so the, the the blame shifting here, the idea that, you know, oh, well, he made a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes like that wasn't a mistake.
4: No, he knew in his mind it was the outcome he expected and demanded. That uh, was
5: what that was what he wanted. That is what he sought out. That was the game. Right. That's the thing. That was the game for him. Right. OK, these were not sex workers. These were <laughs> licensed <laughs> massage therapists, people who are trying to make a
4: living doing this. Right. And the thing that is most uh sort of abhorrent about the whole situation is that this is the greatest example of the power dynamic at play you have young women who are working hard in a pandemic trying to i'm sure the massage world probably didn't have its same clientele like many industries during that period yeah. you have this incredibly wealthy successful nfl quarterback saying yeah you know i would love for you to do this whatever you get there, and he, in the way that it's described, he hasn't even refuted the, the descriptions of what was going on. It's disgusting. And the guy, I, I there's a term for it, I don't want really, to, he enjoyed it, in other words. He, he he was happy and needed these outcomes to feel as though the engagement with this massage therapist was to his liking. And again,
5: it was, it was a game. Right. It, it seems very clear to me that, that this was... This was about the the thrill of doing what you're not supposed to do, something that that is that is you know taboo. And yeah, I think that his defense team was like, "Well, yeah, well, he had like consensual encounters with some of them," and it's like, "Oh, great, wonderful! I feel so much better now."
4: And it's just you know, I this year, right? I don't know what month it is. They'll do the pink football they'll do the pink pylons they'll do the nfl uh uh, uh, breast cancer awareness whatever i
5: gotta i gotta see when this is gonna be because i i don't think it's gonna coincide with deshaun watson coming back to the football
3: field but oh my god if it did i believe it's in october the whole month of october okay
5: then then it's not he's going to be out during that during that entire time but i'll tell you what
4: he'll return to the facility in october week (laughs) six right that's when he's due back halfway through the suspension. He is, he, so
5: he is going to be he's going to be practicing on a football field, right, during that time. And and you know what? It's always been it's always been you know hypocrisy right to, to do that and then you know you have domestic abusers like basically uh you know getting off uh, you know scot-free unless there's a video to prove that it happened
4: well you know that they the, the, the you know how we, you know people talk about some separate subject but like when when we didn't change all our gun laws after sandy hook there's like uh, there's sort of a cliche out there like that's when we knew we would never actually have meaningful gun ch- gun, ch- uh, gun laws change in our country right when the giants had protected Josh Brown, their kicker, yep, mm-hmm. who sucked, who wasn't that good, who had cleared evidence and pr- that was presented to the organization of him assaulting his wife and the way in which he was, you know, just a d- despicable human. Like, you're going to protect the effing kicker who's behaving this way? Like, in that moment, I was sitting there like, okay, this is real. Like, they legitimately talk about a guy that was expendable. And they went above and beyond to shut up a woman and encourage her kicker husband to maintain this abusive lifestyle by not getting him in actual trouble, not removing him from the team, and not getting her help. Like, that's when I was like, okay, you know, officially that was the final straw. I was like, they like, just don't even listen to them when they start talking about how they care about women and, and how women are abused and sexually assaulted. Like, just just shut up. Because here's the thing.
5: If it, it – there, there comes a point – where it's about the bottom line for, for the team and the bottom line being wins, right? And, and, and it's like, okay, if this guy is helping us win, like, okay, I don't, I don't know how, how uh, certain these, uh, these things are, right? Uh, you know, maybe it's not that big a deal. Maybe you just need some help or, or what have you, and you can you know, try to maintain some form of plausible deniability with it. But, man, the moment it gets out and it starts to hurt not just the team but the shield, well, then we've got a problem. Right, because then that's hurting the the bottom line, being money. Right, where, where it's, it ceases to be just about the games and it becomes about about the money. The other thing that I really liked that the Cleveland beat reporters asked Watson straight up, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm getting getting some uh, you know, the, the, the counseling that is a part of this this settlement, right. That he negotiated, and basically they're like, well, what are what are you getting help with? What are you getting counseling for?" What what's this therapy for? And yeah, it seems like a very intrusive question, but I think in this case it needs to be asked. Deshaun, what do you need help with? Okay. If if you didn't do anything wrong, you stand on your innocence and you know, okay, I'm just gonna try not to put myself in this position and you know I'm gonna try and talk through things and get some help. What do you need help with? Okay? Because that in particular is putting a lot of people at risk.
4: Oh, absolutely. And it's (laughs) They did a great job, and it is, it's is—it's not, I don't think, above the below the line, whatever, crossing a line, when you ask that, because he's standing before you, standing by on his own, as he put it, standing on his innocence, and then he was asked about, well, then why are you settling to miss 11 games if you were innocent? And the, the whole process, and, and really this sort of... Um,
5: the well, that, co- yeah. It's like in that case it's because he didn't want to drag it out and he knew that they were gunning for a whole year and right. so he was like okay let let me let me uh, say oh I'm sorry you know I remorse for all the women that I've affected and and blah 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 and try to save the, the the full season suspension I really think it was it was simply that it was just a play to don't take me out for 17 games and then the moment they set it at 11 that's it boom dumb we've settled oh well I was innocent you know I do I think in open.
2: counseling
5: Deshaun will grow to learn a lot more about himself. Oh, God, yeah, shut I'm moving, up. I'm moving on with my career and my life, and I'm continuing to stand on my innocence.
4: Oh, God, why didn't somebody refer to D? Uh, excuse me, Miss D, if he has all this growth that he requires, why'd you give him a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed money before it was set in stone? Like, that, those two, D and Jimmy, my God, they deserve all the bad things coming their way. But the issue here with the NFL and live sports in general is in the in the DVR podcast, you know, on-demand entertainment that we all have at our fingertips. Live sports has never been bigger, has never been more profitable because you just saw the Big 10, right? The student athletes of the Big 10 got a 7-year $7 billion TV well, deal. The student
5: athletes didn't get that. Exactly. <laughs> I mean
4: on the backs of the student athletes, but the the college Uh, the the college uh, athletic conference for football got a a billion-dollar-a-year deal. The NFL has to
5: watch college kids play football. Right. See, see that that's the thing that, that will never I will I will never, you know, be able to look at you with a straight face. If you're like, oh, yeah, well, they they get a free education and free room and board and, and, and all of that. Like they should be grateful. It's like you have any idea how much money people are, are making just because you love to sit there and watch these kids. Right. these College kids run around and throw a ball.
4: It, it's just, it's insane. And so the NFL now, like, you'll see it. The Schefter has already gotten heat a couple times for his tweets being like, you know, uh, something about the innocence of Deshaun. There were a couple. Of, it, it, it's just the ESPN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox are all in bed in terms of billions of dollar investment annually with the NFL. The partnerships are massive. The people that would actually investigate and get to the bottom of the women, the crimes, the issues, are now newspaper writers at the New York Times, or they're at the Daily Beast, or they're at, you know, OutKick, whatever. They are not mainstream. So the NFL has brilliantly partnered itself with enough of the major media entities, and they have a product that is standalone when it comes to the interest and ratings that it derives. So they have this position where they legitimately have everybody by the balls. They're like, okay, you know, if you want to rip us, you're going to lose this.
5: And then and then you think about the fact that you can go on over the cap, right, and we use it for all our, our cap projections, what's everybody's contract going to be, and can you cut or trade this guy, blah, 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 right? right. Well, they can al- you can also project, and, and they do project, how much the salary caps are going to increase or how much they're going to change year by year. And, I mean, we could be talking about a – 250 million dollar salary cap for NFL teams in 2 years in 2 seasons from now, right? Like the it, it's only it's only getting more profitable. There's only more money coming into it and then you have this incredibly valuable asset, right? Deshaun Watson who's, who's skilled, he's young, he's you know in the prime of his career, playing the most difficult position in sports like that right there. Is, is prime real estate and so i really feel like it's like well if you're going to deprive me of this asset who's going to make me and make this league a lot of money with his star power it's like there better be a good reason and that that good reason you know isn't apparently Abusing women,
4: right? Or and it's it's not important enough to go to twelve games because we really need to have Deshaun oh, come back God. to that's take one on of the Texans. That, that
5: is the wackest part. One, of, no, it's not the, but one of the wackest parts of this entire thing. We got to have him come back for that game because, because think about it, he's going to be gone all that time, and then you
4: turn that week into a circus, right? And you did it willingly. Oh, and that's the thing is, you know what? You know what changed everything for the NFL from my perspective was Super Bowl forty nine. Where you had two weeks in the drum up to the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl, all about Deflate Gate, the Patriots, Brady—is he a cheater? What are they? You know they're, they're always from Spygate to Deflate Gate. Now what? And Marshawn Lynch not talking to. Them. And Marshawn Lynch, and you had the nightly news every. I know the nightly news isn't what it used to be, but you still had the nightly news every night. We covered it, starting with Tom Brady, literally starting every night in that game. At the time, was the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. They realized. In right in front of them, that no news is bad news. We, is, I mean, this is nowhere near what I'm talking about with Watson, but it was about the you know integrity of the game. Yeah, and, and I, they and they really it, it, they saw what that did. So now it's like you know what I know what Deshaun did was bad, but let's get it to 11 so we can have this massive circus and build up to what would otherwise have been a meaningless midseason game.
5: <laughs> Essentially, man, that that was unbelievable last year as, as, as well. Just the idea that you had. All the intrigue around the Patriots and, and Brady and what that drummed up for a regular season game as well. Though I think this is this, this game with Watson is going to be different because the the Browns. I mean the Texans are going to be bad, right? right? They're probably going to be really bad. The Browns maybe they're still in contention, maybe they're not. But otherwise, like that game is probably not going to be impacting the the playoff standings in in a very profound way. But you you just manufactured the drama. Right. This is professional wrestling level stuff.
4: But it's also presenting it like. This guy, Deshaun, is the aggrieved that he's coming back and he wants revenge. That's
5: exactly the point. Like right, and so and so then we're gonna talk not just about Deshaun Watson's situation, but we're gonna be talking about how mad he was at the at the Texans and he wanted to be traded because he didn't love the direction of the franchise. And oh, look at look at poor Deshaun. He lost a whole year of, of football the previous year and now he's losing more time this year because of his situation. Right. And, and this the...
4: carnival barker, Tony Busby, and all yes. he's screaming about
5: the whole thing has been in an underhanded way of trying to present him as if he has lost something he has sacrificed something he has an obstacle to overcome he put the own damn obstacle in his way by being a creep
4: right and so but get ready for it I mean I wouldn't be shocked if some of the boobs out there give him you know comeback player of the year at some point it's oh so crazy God,
5: please no please uh, no
4: <laughs> so that's the Deshaun Watson cesspool for the day coming up Nets Next, on field, not off field. I want to hear your thoughts as we enter the football season. Who do you like? Who do you not like? Who's overrated? Who's underrated? A quick little rip around the NFL coming up next.
1: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
0: A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download.
1: This is Ken and Curtis on W-E-E-I.
4: All right, just wipe down the studio of the Deshaun Watson talk. Thank God I'm past that guy. What a horse's ass. So the season's beginning, and I, as always, am a total fraud. I'm all in despite the fact that I hate it. So <laughs> I am. Uh,
5: well, I mean, you and me both. I, I, mean, I, I have, have an addictive
4: personality, and I am hooked on the NFL. So, uh, oh, let's take Charlie here. He's going to set us up on a little yeah. bit on this. Uh, oh, this is great. Charlie, good morning. How are you? Hey, good. What's on your mind today? Uh,
6: this is, uh, I just think this year the uh, AFC West will be the best uh, division in football.
4: Oh, by far. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, you'll see firsthand this week with the Raiders. Uh, they may be, what, the worst? <laughs> I mean, the worst, best team in that division because you have Mahomes, who I, I don't know about all that. The Chiefs, I think, were gifted the comments from Tyreek Hill. Whatever sort of, I don't know, malaise or agitation or uh, frustration, whatever the adjective about the departure of Tyreek Hill was more than made up for in the fuel he gave Mahomes this year with his commentary, bizarre commentary when he got to to Miami it, with well, Tua,
5: well, it's it's not even just him. Like Mike McDaniel is saying, like it's the most accurate ball I think I've ever seen, or whatever. And it's it's funny because I I you know still kind of plugged into the Chicago Bears. I'm from there, like I grew up a Bears fan and all that. And and the Chiefs played the Bears in Week One of the preseason. And Steve Spagnolo was just throwing blitz after blitz at Justin Fields. And maybe that was kind of like a they had a gentleman's agreement, uh, like Ryan Poles came from the Chiefs. It's like, okay, throw a, guy. throw throw a, throw a bunch of stuff at uh at Justin and see how he responds or whatever. But I've also heard from other people like, yo, the Chiefs are on a war path right now because they're because they think that everybody's counting them out, and you know, Tyreek Hills over here going and saying all this stuff about two and them pumping him them up. And they have that unfinished business from last year because they got bounced by the Bengals in a game that they they had controlled. And they let the Bengals come back and take that game from them.
4: That was a shocking uh, a, a result of any game I've seen in a really long time. The way that that first half ended with that bizarre
5: pass. That could have been it right there. They, oh. they, could, have, they could have ended things.
4: Ended it. I mean, and, and, and then it's just... Uh, Anyway, that was so shocking, and when it went to overtime, I was convinced that Mahomes was then going to win. You know, in the Albert. Anyway, that was just such a strange event, series of events. But uh, I don't like the Chiefs because I am. I've always abused any of the, the next quarterback as a threat to Brady. I'll just root against. It's kind of childish. But there you go. Uh, but anyway, so, so LeBron effect exactly. Yes. So um, I, the, the AFC West, the AFC West is actually why I am relatively confident that at 10 and 7 the Patriots will make the playoffs because you have so many good teams in one division that are going to beat the crap out of each other I mean we haven't even mentioned Herbert and the Chargers Herbert by the way way too much love incredibly talented think so but you have to do something you you have to actually make the playoffs he lost that game to the Patriots they're up in the fourth quarter he has the ball he throws a pick six
5: Yeah, he was. And I would. I don't know if that was entirely his fault. It looked like a receiver fell down out of the break on that one. But I mean, yeah, it goes for a pick six. But but look, see, this is a thing when it comes to to quarterback wins and such is like he has to make the playoffs. He's a second year quarterback. Um, I think that just all in all, Justin Herbert's awesome. And I'll tell you what, it was not his fault, at least in that last game that they didn't that they didn't make the playoffs because he he was like he was like the reincarnation of John Elway, in in that fourth quarter like i don't know how he kept dragging that team back from the brink right fourth and 10 fourth and 13 just converting impossible fourth downs and slinging a touchdown into a window that that you know might it was just it was a teacup right i don't know how he it was awesome i think justin herbert's awesome at the same time yeah i mean i think that this year they have they went all in right khalil Mack, jc jackson Right, and, and, and getting that defense in shape because I think they feel pretty good about the state of the offense, right? Yep. They they extended Mike Williams, they love what they're doing together. They got Austin Eckler and and Keenan Allen. The the offensive line was also part, partly an issue for them last year because they had to play a Storm Norton at right <laughs> tackle and he was oh god, he was one of the worst offensive linemen I, I saw last year.
4: I'm really pissed I didn't name James Storm.
5: Yeah, right. Um, but but I don't know. I I don't know that I like overrating Justin Herbert. Like that guy is legitimately awesome.
4: I would say not overrating, but overstating what he's done already. I feel like it's I mean he's
5: thrown thirty touchdowns I in his agree. first two
4: years. He's awesome. Well no, this is only his first year. That was his rookie year last year, right? Nope. No, he did it his rookie year as well. So so
5: they had the bad rookie year with uh with Anthony Lynn. Oh, that's right, head, right, that's right. Coach. My mistake. And then Herbert was going out there setting rookie records for touchdown passes while the team went like 6 and 10 or whatever. Right.
4: So sorry, 2 years no playoff appearances, but he's he's been excellent. So you have Herbert who's there. Mahomes speaks for himself. You have um the Broncos with Russell Wilson now in that defense I feel like it's going to be between
5: like the Broncos and the Raiders for for who for who gets cut out. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's fun to think of an idea that, oh, yeah, all three of them will make the playoffs. But I think that the bank between the Bengals and the Ravens, one of those teams is going to make it out of the north because those are two pretty good teams as well. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like I kind of like the Raiders, man.
4: Me too. I, like I don't I, know I why. Like I, like I, him. I, I, I mean, Josh failed miserably, but he appears to have learned a lot of lessons from that. He's been much more. You know, he kind of entered a tough spot in in Vegas because the players loved the interim coach, the uh, O line guy. It's an Italian last name. I don't know how to pronounce it. He,
5: who, Rick Bazacchia.
4: right? So Rich, he, Bez-
5: Rich my bad.
4: So he, you know, he, the players wanted him to stand along. You know, kind of the Ed Ogeron effect. Um, but he is no longer. And so Josh came in with a uh, a reputation that preceded him and replacing a guy that, I mean, considering what the Raiders dealt with last year, pretty amazing that they made the playoffs. And they actually were pretty close to beating the team that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl. So that is going to be fascinating. You alluded to the AFC North. I think the Steelers are going to be dog food this year. Oh, they're going to be
5: bad. They're going to be so bad. And I think this whole Deshaun Watson thing's probably going to kill the Browns.
4: Yeah, totally. And I feel like you have... You know, Jacoby Brissett, good guy, kind of the opposite of Deshaun Watson, but not that talented, unfortunately. So it's gonna be a weird situation. That's gonna be a two team division. And then AC
5: South is ass. Awful. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. They're so terrible.
4: That's why I think Trevor Lawrence actually could have one of those big step forwards year step step forwards years because the division's not that good. You can't be worse than what Urban Meyer was as a head coach as a rookie. You bring in a guy in Peterson who knows how to get the most out of a quarterback. They seem to have done some nice things around him. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of the guy that's going to take the biggest step forward. I like Fields as a, as a player. I think the Bears are just a horrible place to be when it comes to building up talent. And I think Trey Lance, Trey Lance, and J- Trevor Lawrence. That's think, a wild card. Yeah.
5: I mean, and I mean wild card in the sense of we don't entirely know what what the deal is going to be with Trey Lance, because but he's looked
4: I, good. I mean, I know it's been very, very, yeah, very small sample size. I.
5: I Think his throwing motion is the one of the goofiest things I've ever seen from a quarterback. I mean, like we thought Phillip Rivers was weird, but he doesn't like bring the ball down and then bring it back up and flip it like a shortstop the way Lance does, but then it jumps off of his arm and it's flying fifty yards down the field on a clothesline. Right, Adam, and, and it,
4: it's incredibly high rate of speed.
5: Yeah, but I think like since since you, you brought up Trey Lance, right? The the NFC is, you know, they're not gonna be a very good conference i mean oh it's and that's why brady coming back the power vacuum over there has been unbelievable
4: it's been unbelievable and it's almost like when brady arrives in a division or a conference everybody else decides to suck randomly like the nfc south is a total joke the saints are sneaky decent by the way i'm not totally out on the saints if they got garoppolo i think they'd actually be a legit contender but uh their defense is really good but the the Panthers you saw them this past week for a couple of days and the Falcons I think are trying to lose. Yeah, I mean so. I,
5: I mean yeah. I mean I think that you know suck for Stroud, bust for Bryce next right. year like some somebody's <laughs> going to be getting that quarterback for sure. But yeah, I think the 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 Bucks the should be able to sleepwalk through that conference, or, or, or they should be able to sleepwalk through that division.
4: And then and you they, have the the Packers and the Packers should have no trouble. Yeah, the Packers.
5: Packers should have no trouble.
4: Absolutely. So it's all going to be about health. I'm worried. They got,
5: they got terrible receivers themselves over there, and they should still have no trouble. Oh, totally. Their, def- their defense is awesome. Really good defense. Oh, my God.
4: And then you have the Rams, who are you know basically an all-star team. But Stafford has. You and I were talking. What is it? The, the he's talking about it like it's a pitcher's injury, like a UCL or.
5: Yeah, well, well, I mean, I don't think they've specifically referenced what it is, but they've hinted that oh yeah, it's kind of like something that uh, that pitchers go through, which tells me that it probably is UCL, and that Tommy John. I mean, I've kind of heard whisperings that Tommy John might be on the table for. Matthew Stafford which is very odd
4: which actually might be uh, an out for Jimmy G because if, if Stafford is in any way injured you do not want some you know half ass guy getting behind the wheel of a Rolls Royce you want to have someone that I can actually lead that team so
5: see the thing is though that's an division trade right so so would they You'll have to give up that? and do
4: the Rams even have picks to trade I don't even know if they have any future draft picks that they haven't used so we'll see about that but Uh, That's kind of our trip around the NFL there briefly. Uh, We are going to reset our thoughts after week two of the Patriots preseason. What did Kyrie like, didn't like last night at Gillette Stadium? And an interesting story about the Kendrick Bourne situation as to what preceded his fight on the practice field with the Panthers. We'll get all that next.